When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, Bulls Nation? Welcome to CHGO Bulls postgame presented by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Bulls underscore Peck on Twitter. Bow! BWL Sports on Twitter. That's mm. Joey right over there. Everybody wants Our producers in on it, thrown in on the bows. On the bows. Um, shout out to the Hawks crew for a great post game. Yeah, shout Night, out to all, them. Nice as always, sharing the space with them in the evenings. Dude, they are hilarious. Dude, man. they're freaking great. Like, for real. They are hilarious. <laughs> with Jay, bro. With Jay Yo. cranky about Lincoln and the gold today. I'd be like, make one timely save, please. I was like, you oh, felt that. Jay. <laughs> you felt that? Uh, my, is my crank rubbing off on that? <laughs> <laughs> they're having a tough year, man. Oh, goodness. I'm glad um, they, that they're there to guide people along. We've been there. The season. We've, we've been, been there, there man. Uh, been there. Our, our pal Will is tuning into post-game press conference right now. When mm-hmm. he's done with that, he'll check in with us, and we'll talk with him. But first, we got plenty to talk about, Dave. Wow. As far as meaningless games go, yes, I was very entertained. Very, extremely. Two reasons. Paw, Io. <laughs> that was it. Combined, <laughs> 60. Shoot it. Kaboot it. Kaboot it. <laughs> Turn it on its side. Let's, Chilo, let's, you let's got a base. <laughs> base it up. <laughs> Get on the drums. Let's drum. rock. Let's rock today. <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> Lawrence is good at piano. He will be, be rocking, rocking in my show. show. Shut up. <laughs> yes, Joey. <laughs> Come on, baby. All right. Uh, no, but like for real. All right. That was so. We, so in <laughs> yes. pregame, we were like, "Who's showing us something tonight?" Mm-hmm. And the two obviously that you wanted to be the one showing it tonight were Pat and Io. I literally said Pat. Will literally <laughs> said Io. That's really how it went, and that's what we saw. And what's even funnier about this is all pregame. I talked about the thirty-five points that just kept. I kept seeing that number from Bulls fans. I kept saying that's what I want to see. It was about that number, 35, 35, 35. Well, Pat heard everybody and said, I'm going to give you exactly 35. If you're a gambling person and you put money on that. (laughs) Wait, do it again. 35. (laughs) (laughs) Joey won all my stuff. He won it all. He getting it all today. Should I even be here? Let me me do your thing, Joey. I'll tell you what. Let's reverse it. I'm gonna tell you what you can read the ad and let me let me when you pass it over. Okay, I'll teach you. I'll teach you uh, behind the desk stuff going forward. I, got, I know a little bit, bro. Okay, fine. Bit, we'll know, we'll make the stuff. switch. I'll get up there. You know, then. I run a podcast. We got it. We got an open share. All right, I'm gonna see you. All right, that's what I'm talking about because I know that you do. See, I'm gonna throw that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think okay, you guys got this. I think, yeah. I, I, think <laughs> I can go. <laughs> me and Joey just bonding. That's all we doing. But, yeah, man, that, just watching Pat get that 35 was hilarious, first of all. It was hilarious because we called it out. And that's exactly what he got. And then watching Io, and I like what, what was being said after the game. I heard some of what Kendall Gill said after the game. He was like, this is when Jason Goff. He was like, this is what it sh- should, might look like in the next four years mm-hmm. for this team. This might be the combo that, for the next four years for this Bulls team. 35-4-4 and with a block for Patrick Williams and 26-5-6 with two steals. And the thing that jumps out at you for Patrick Williams was the free throw shooting, man. 14. 14. 12 of 14 at the free throw line. Amazing and stuff. And he earned them oh. by using his body, oh. his muscle, yes. to draw fouls. Yes. That's what I've always wanted to see from Pat. Matt, we talked about it a lot. We just wanted to, him to realize the potential and see what we see. You need to him to see it in himself, mm-hmm. what we already kind of saw in him. We know we see his size. We see the skill. And what I was so impressed with was the wide array of scoring that he did. No highlight looks the same. Everything was different. 
You know, it was a whole smorgasbord of of scoring out here for him, man. Dunking, the layups, the f- the fadeaways, the mid-range, the off the dribble, the the uh, spot-up three-point shot, the pull-up, the dribble into a three-point shot. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so many different ways that he scored tonight, and that's what was so impressive because you're like, yeah, this. And it, and it wasn't fluky, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just like, oh, I'm just hot, I hit 10 threes or something like that. No, he's going to the bucket, man. He's dribbling, spinning, laying up, going up with the right and finishing with the left. Man, that, that little jab step he has, like, uh-uh, like that, and then he cuts and he leaves. It was just it was just like, yo, yes, all of this. This is amazing. I want to see more of this. Now, of course, you've got to say because, you know, it's playing against Minnesota. They didn't have their best guys out there, blah, blah, blah. We get all of that. But, my God, the way he was scoring is what we're talking about. If he's just throwing up shots, we feel you. If he was like the creative play, I got Suge Knight over there in Minnesota – yeah, if it was just like that, we feel you, man. But my God, the way Patrick Williams scored and finished throughout the entire game, and he played forty plus minutes, man. Mm. I mean, or did what do you think? Thirty nine? Am I right about that? Forty one. Forty one. Forty one. Forty plus minutes and I tonight. I played forty five. Crazy, man. And I mean, and he wanted it, man. Like he was demanding the ball. Did you see him? He was bringing the ball up, waving people mm-hmm. off, and saying, mm-hmm. "I got this." That's yes, all of that is what we wanted to see from Patrick Williams. We saw everything we wanted to see in one game. I love it. Oh, well, oh, the optimism in the comments. Jeremy, tonight's beat up potentially better than Kawhi. Okay, see, well, okay. Let's just enjoy nice things, guys. Right. But look, there are reasons why those comps started getting thrown around, yeah, right? Fair. A lot of it was about hand size. Yes. But it was also about can he become one of those players who is elite defensively out of the gate and then build an offensive game on top of that. And, and he was quiet. Also. And very quiet, very <laughs> soft-spoken. Like tonight, the middle of a 35-point career high night, expressionless face. Getting hard fouls, trying to take hard fouls, expressionless face. <laughs> Pat Bev running amok, doing Pat Bev stuff, which, by the way, we said that in pregame. I was like, he, you know he's acting a fool tonight. He called it. Yes, he Ejected did. in the second quarter. <laughs> Pat Bev, thank you for being you. So reliable. He didn't want to play. No. <laughs> He's ready but, to go. I mean, you can see the potential for Patrick Williams because of his frame yeah. and the strength and the hand size. Mm-hmm. It's about does he get that last bit of ball handling and confidence mm. to mm. really explode on the offensive end? Because you saw it tonight. The, the physical tools are there. Yes. You also saw his footwork tonight. That dude's footwork is great. It's great. Oh. He just needs to tighten up the ball handling a little bit. Yeah. And even the ball handling tonight, way more than we usually see from Bat. <laughs> For real. Because he's the fourth or fifth scoring option every time he's out there. Right. Those pieces are all there. Mm-hmm. He just needs the confidence and the ability, mm-hmm. or not ability, I should say, opportunity to, to showcase them. Yeah. Like tonight. And yeah. he was like, oh, I get to be option one tonight? Cool, here's 35. <laughs> and I'll, you mean me to be the primary ball handler? Sure, I'll do that. He did everything they needed tonight, Matt, on both ends. Whatever they needed, he did. And, of course, we know it wasn't without mistakes. It was that one play where he got lost on the defensive end, lost mm-hmm. his man, hit him on the back cut for an easy lay-in. Can't do stuff like that. But whatever to all that, man, what he did tonight is what we have been wanting to see. And that's what the excitement is. And, honestly, I think – it's, it's measured optimism, too. You know what I mean? I don't think we were jumping up doing cartwheels, you know what I mean, like when we were watching DeMar score 50 or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? But it was still excitement because you just wanted to see him do that. You wanted to see, like, you felt like you, he had that kind of thing in him, and you wanted to see it. And now you want it to be continuous. And I'm glad it happened, you know, in this last game where he had time to shine and things like that, and now he gets to go rest. Because I'm glad he got to see himself, you know, in that light and in that role to say, yeah, you are good enough to be out here on this floor. Yeah, you are good enough to be playing with these guys. And I want him to kind of take that when they get to the playoffs and kind of create his own thing. Because you're not going to be that number one option going into playoffs. You'll, you'll probably be the number four. If, we're talking about if he's starting. Right. You'll probably be that number four guy. So not going to be so many plays drawn up for you. Or maybe you'll get it with the second unit or whatever. But you have to be assertive. You have to let them know you're there, and that's the key of it. It was sometimes he would get lost, and we forget that he wasn't there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, where is he? He's just hanging out in the baseline and chilling or just running up 
on the baseline, you know what I mean, underneath the basket, trying to tip ins and right. rebounds and stuff like that because he think that's what the team need. No, we need you to be great. You know, we need you to be awesome, man. So I'm just really glad that he got to see himself in this light tonight because I hope it just kind of carries on for him. I mean, exa- you already brought it up, but that quick comment from, from Jason uh, coming out of uh, the broadcast, that that duo, Patrick and Io, yeah. I, that could be something big for the future. And it's why I'm fine with the fact that they are still both here yeah. after that deadline back in February when yes. a lot of Bulls fans flipped out. Uh, shout out to Sabria, Sabria, one of our hosts of the ECHGO Sky Pod. Shout out in the comments with the ill threat. That, that kid from Morgan Park. Yeah, man. Uh, and look, Io made mistakes tonight too. Uh, matter of fact, they combined for twelve turnovers. Yes, Tito had five, Io had seven. Yeah, but they kept coming back. Yeah, and uh, again, it's not like this game. As far as what happens next in the Bulls season, did not have any meaning. Mm-hmm. But in some ways, it does. To have the confidence for Io on a on a kind of a you know rough night on the offensive end with the turnovers, he did have his career high twenty five points, right. twenty six points. Stepped up and drilled a huge three late yeah. in that game, um, and, and Patrick down the stretch, as you said, was like demanding the ball. Yeah, give me the ball. Yeah, that's uh, a twenty one year old and a twenty year old saying, "All right, it's we're, we're running the show tonight." Yeah, and. You hope that it will give them some different level of confidence mm-hmm. coming into this playoff series mm-hmm. because they've both been quiet mm-hmm. and inefficient. Yeah, true. Matt, I can't stress enough how seeing yourself do it on the floor is important, especially to guys like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think more so to Patrick than Io. Io's already proven, you know what I mean, that, yeah, I belong out here on the court. But he needed to see the, the ball go in the hoop because he had been struggling. You know what I mean? Hitting that three-pointer that he did. Oh, in that in that clutch time in the game in that fourth quarter, it's big, huge, big. You saw how he reacted when he hit that. You never mm-hmm. really see him react like that, mm-hmm. but that meant something to him. Nothing is meaningless to certain guys, you guys. You know, some stuff really does mean something to him in this game. But what did it come off of, Matt? Well, now what do we say? It came off. <laughs> it came off of a Patrick Williams hockey assist. Mm-hmm. Came off of him penetrating, getting to the lane. Kicking it out way across on the other side of the floor to Troy Brown Jr., who got it at the elbow, swung it over the I.O., shot, bang. It was nasty, man. It was it was beautiful, and you once want to see more of that from Patrick Williams. You brought up his dribbling. Mm-hmm. I thought that was incredibly key because you're right. I forgot that he could dribble because mm-hmm. he, he was not that good no, <laughs> at it. You no. know what I'm saying? He was bringing the ball up, crossing it over, you know what I'm saying, turning his back to guys like – Wait a minute, what? Mm-hmm. You've been working on everything? Thank yeah. you. You've been yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. That felt good. He just to hasn't see. gotten a chance to show it because he's option four or five out there all the time. Yeah. But that's again, that's why I think he's got to learn also to be assertive. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand you might not be the option, but dude, that's, that will never stop Troy Brown Jr. from shooting. Right. Him not being the option. Whatever. You give me the ball, it's going up. Oh, Troy got up 13 shots. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like, Troy Brown, it don't matter. He would have got 13 up even if DeMar was out there. You let him play that many minutes, he's getting up shots. He don't care that it ain't drawn up for him. That's this confidence. That's the confidence you want uh, Patrick Williams to have. And you saw it grow as the yeah. game went on, right? Because mm-hmm. by the time it got to the fourth quarter, you couldn't tell him he wasn't the best player on the floor. Right. And, and now, like, the mind just goes wild thinking about the ways that they can use Pat yeah. moving forward. Not yeah, just true. in this series coming up, but, like, into and beyond on, on Pete's career. Right. A guy who can be the the screen setter and the ball handler in a bunch of different pick-and-roll stuff because he can do both of those things. He yeah. showed us tonight he could be the ball handler and pick-and-roll stuff coming off of screens, mm-hmm. pulling up mid-range, mm-hmm. knocking that stuff down, mm-hmm. or just getting to the basket. Yeah. He can do all of that. <laughs> do it all, He man. can do all of that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. And, and the one thing you kept saying, Matt, that was correct, was the strength. You kept harping on how strong he was. And it was right. They couldn't do it. When he made that He's move, moving through people. He's like, he's moving bodies, dog, you know, out of the way. And when he goes up, he's going up so strong that they had to call a foul. Well, you know how he goes up strong. It all starts from the thighs. Oh, it's all about it. <laughs> Joey, like, Joey loves like, the thighs. Yes. Joey, wait till we'll get out of here. You know, <laughs> you're going to talk about them thighs, boy. Yeah, but that's that's the stuff that that is great. Like, you're utilizing that strength and combining it with that skill. Oh, that that's how you become an excellent, great basketball player. Mm-hmm. Realize you got those two things. You know how I keep saying, man, how I hate – 
I love centers who realize they're seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's it's a mental thing. You know what I mean? Like you have to realize, dude, I'm bigger than everybody out here. Patrick Williams realized it and utilized it today. And that's what was so exciting, dog. The dude is built like an NFL player and he's moves like a ballerina. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's an ill skill. Uh Connor and Matt in the comments both joking about how P Will needs a little Blake and A in him. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I mean, hey. You know, that ain't gonna never hurt you. Got up 21 shots tonight. You know, a little bit. Not, um, notice they said a little. Just a, just a touch. Right. You know, you need a touch of the and, blade. You know, there are certain things you can nitpick with Patrick. Sure. Like, was it, you know, like the ball handling is getting there. Still not all Still the way Still not there. all the way. No. There were a couple, you know, loose ones tonight. Mm-hmm. As, as we mentioned, he did have five turnovers. And then, and then the shot. That high arcing shot. And, like, when he was stroking some of those threes tonight, I was like, oh. Yeah. Gorgeous. Pretty. Gorgeous, but it's a slow release. Very slow. So maybe, you know, can you keep that form and not mess up his form that he clearly feels very comfortable with Mm. and just speed it up a bit? Mm. But you know what's not an issue? That shot release when you're at the free throw line. Mm. You mentioned 12 of 14 at the free throw line. Mm. And again, that goes back to his confidence putting the ball on the floor and using his strength to get through people Mm. to get to to the rim and draw fouls at the rim. Yeah. It's and that, impressive. I mean, like, he can do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Remember when Kawhi started shooting a whole bunch of free throws all of a sudden because he put the ball on the floor and had confidence in his game, his footwork, and his strength? Mm-hmm. That's what Pat can do. That's what he can do for you. And to see it and know that it's tangible now, Matt, now you look at it a little differently, right? When you see him, you're like, okay, I, I know you got that in you. I'm going to need you to put that out a little bit more, especially going into this series. And you mentioned especially going into next year. You know, because it's not about – I know it's kind of about this series. You want to play well and all that, but we understand what that is. We're talking about next year with that too, though, man. Mm-hmm. What he can bring, man, just growing on his game. And just to see him be healthy out there today. Mm-hmm. I think that's also big. This is the first time we've seen him, like, just really, truly healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't healthy to start this season at all. Right. And then he, you know, out – supposed to be six to eight, but since he's a mutant, he was back in, <laughs> in five. He was back in five and on there. So, after getting those few games under his belt, you saw him being much more active and more comfortable in his game. He just looked comfortable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm an NBA player. Yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. It, yeah. It just felt good to see. It really did. Um, fair question from Brian. Why is there more player movement when our big three isn't in the game? And Alex chiming in saying because majority of plays with Debo and Levine are ISO ball. They have been recently. Yes. I think that's been part of the problem. Mm. Um, it, it hasn't always been just ISO with Zach and DeMar. Right. Zach and DeMar. That's what it's sort of stalled as recently yeah. in this string of blowout losses. Correct. Um, and teams have started game planning for that yeah you have to adjust that's the other cool thing about this kind of night from pat is that when he's playing off ball on the weak side and he gets a pass from a double teamed zach or demar that's what he can do and not just catch and shoot but a quick pump fake from out there on the corner out there on the wing put the ball on the floor and get your butt to the free throw line easy that can open up so much for this bulls offense that has been poop on a stick recently (laughs) That's never good. No. <laughs> and well, under the toilet. Under the, that's not where, that's not where on you a go. stick. You're never in a stick, poop. You're <laughs> in a toilet where you belong. But, like, imagining that, like, having three guys that can get to the bucket and draw fouls is key because now Zach is getting those calls. Mm-hmm. So he's getting to the bucket. Uh, DeMar is just what he does. Now throwing in somebody else that can add that element to it, that means at any point in time on the floor you got somebody that can slow down an opponent's 6-0 run because they can get to the bucket and get to the line mm-hmm. immediately. They can slow that down. And that's what's key and important right there, man. And, and Pat is so different because with DeMar, he's, he's not really trying to get to the bucket, you know, because that's not his bread and butter. He's trying to, you know, get to the mid-range mm-hmm. and get that up. You want to see Patrick, he's, he's getting to the bucket. He ain't getting to nobody's mid-range, all right? He's going to the bucket whether you're going to be there or not. Because he is trucking cats, you know what I'm saying, with that kind of size and them kind of thighs. That rhyme, by the way. But it's amazing, man. Did Joey just giggle? <laughs> that's amazing. But yes, man, like that's it's just it was just really, really, really exciting to see just that stuff come to fruition, man. And it just feels good. Just to, and you're just happy for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As a player, because you're like, dude, I know you can do stuff. I know you can. I, I've seen it. It's in you. Let it out. Let it out. Just okay. It's a safe place. He let that thing out tonight, man. Let's keep doing it. Uh, um, 
Powell saying they should play the triangle offense. Uh, <laughs> no. Although, shout out Tex Winter. Yes. All day, Basketball shout out Tex Winter. Genius. Johnny Bach. Um, Alex, Troy Brown Jr., minutes for the playoffs? We'll, we'll talk about mm-hmm. the playoffs in just a minute. Playoffs. But first, Big Dave. Yes, sir. You know what to do. Oh, got to give the people. You know what you want. You want the best way to support this right here, this CHGO thing that we got going on. Well, the best way to do that is to download that PointsBet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. Because if you do that uh, right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all that web content, and you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from that CHGO locker. Get you that Chicago Sky one. Shout out to the homie Sabria. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit. Where? At PointsBet. And also... Live NBA same game parlay, y'all. Mm. Oh, parlay pick, you hear them? For the first time ever, you can build that perfect live same game parlay only with points bet. You can combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. And if you want more. And Bulls Nation, we know that you do. Mm, you can also boost your live same game parlays. You can watch live, parlay live, boost live, and partay live with points bet. And all you beautiful, wonderful people in this glorious state of Illinois, in this beautiful city of Chicago, Chicago, you can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Because once the game starts, you don't just bet, Matt Peck. You live your bet life. Oh, only with PointsBet. Joey, one time, please. Chicago. 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 Shish kebab. Shawshank Redemption. Chicago. You're out of there. Go on. Go on. <laughs> when nature calls. What a classic. What a classic. Classic. Hmm, this looks this nice of you. <laughs> la, da, da, la, da. It is the mucus that binds us. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> um, Hello, so our jumping man. off point into the talk about the playoffs was whether or not Troy Brown Jr. was going to get some minutes. Yes. Look, Troy Brown Jr. was out there hustling tonight. Troy Brown Jr. was out there doing foolish stuff sometimes. And Troy Brown Jr. was out there doing good stuff yes. sometimes. Yes. I think Billy got sick of the foolish stuff. He did. And, like, if you're not knocking down your shots, Troy Brown Jr., then the defense, the boards, and, like, to, look, to his credit, we've talked all season long about this needing to be a gang rebounding team. Yes. I don't care if you're a guard and you're 6'2", or you're a center and you're 7 feet. Everybody's got a board. Yeah. He had 11 tonight. Mm. Like, you missed that with Lonzo, mm-hmm. strong rebounder from the guard position. Troy will give you some of that stuff, but it's just, like, he's not consistent with the shot. Tonight, he was 7 of 13, 2 of 6 from behind the three-point line. Yes. I just think that, like, he fell out of Billy's rotation because he couldn't knock down a shot. Bottom line. No, that's the bottom line of it. He is out there to score. You know, at first when he got here, man, I mean, we thought he could be, you know, a 3 and D kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We were like, oh, he can be solid defensively and maybe score as well. Then we were like, mm, just do the scoring. <laughs> let's, just, let's just stick with that. So when that isn't working, there's too many guys in your lineup that you have – that I guess you're more worried about if they get hot mm-hmm. or anything more so than you worry about Troy Brown. You need Kobe to get that hot. You know what I mean? You need those players to kind of find their rhythm. Troy Brown Jr. Can't, couldn't find his way on the floor because they needed shooters, and he couldn't shoot. So that's why he wasn't in the game. But if he's scoring, he'll play. Like, that's really the bottom line. We saw some, some of his flaws also. You know, as to why he's not in the game. Sometimes he gets lost out there on the floor, uh, loses his man and things like that. Can turn the ball over. You saw him almost turn the ball over. to <laughs> Almost lose that game. Like, that was crazy, too. You know what I mean? Like, he does those kind of things. But then you see how intelligent he is. He can be on the offensive end, especially getting those hockey assists that he got when he was getting the ball and he was swinging immediately, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to the baseline so those guys can have that shot. Or, you know, when he was open at three-point line, you know, he ain't seen a shot he don't like, baby. It's going up. So, yeah, I, I like this game tonight. That It was nice. You know what I mean? But you got to see more, you know what I'm saying, from him on the offensive end. If he can come in, Matt, and get you, you know, three threes, 
boom. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what we need from him. That's really truly what we need because we need shooting. Yeah, bad. So yeah, yeah, need more of that, Troy. Pal Salim saying Troy couldn't shoot and kept getting backdoor cut on defense. That is yeah, true. It's about um, somebody else in the comments was asking. Oh, uh, not that Matt saying Cook will get some run because you know we'll need the fouls. Uh, okay, so Tyler Cook, first time we've seen him. Yeah, out there on the floor for the Bulls in a long time. It's been a minute. It's been pretty much. So he played out the the rest of the Windy City Bulls season mm-hmm. and got called up. Four minutes tonight in the everybody gets to play except Marco game. Four minutes. And look, <laughs> one when the Bulls have played the Bucks yeah. this season, one of the players that I think did the most admirable job, most admirable effort mm-hmm. trying to slow down the human freight train that is Giannis, was Tyler Cook, man. That's the truth, man. I, you remember that game when he started. And he went up against Giannis, and all you wanted him to do was use up his six fouls and maybe score some points. And that's exactly what – I mean, exactly what he did. Yeah. <laughs> Use his six fouls. And he went to the line because he knows one thing, pick and roll, and I'm going to the bucket. Like, you give me the ball, I'm going in strong, period. Mm-hmm. That's all he knows. So he can get to the free throw line, you know, that kind of way. You know what I'm saying? But, man – I'm telling you, he's got to play. Got <laughs> like, to. I really enjoy watching him play. He has that other tough element. Again, I don't, don't want to get on my soapbox about goons and toughness, but he has that kind of toughness element, you know what I'm saying, to this team. And the quickness, you know what I mean? And he, who runs the pick and roll? Who can you run the pick and roll with on that team? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, who can you do that with? But you can do that with, with, with Cook, man, and he does a good job of it because as soon as he gets the ball – He's, boom, I'm to the bucket, I'm dunking on people. What did he do immediately, Matt, when he got in the game? Pick and roll to the bucket and one because he's dunking on people. Boom. That's it. That's, boom. that's the game. And you need that kind of stuff, man, to switch it up. You need, you need as many easy opportunities to score, all right? Yeah. And a pick and roll is an easy opportunity to score. So I want him to play. And so, hopefully Billy sees it that way, too, because I'd like to see him in. Shout out to our pal Herb Lawrence from CHGO Sox. Hey, the comments. Hey, very entertaining. Congrats to him and you on that Sox beatdown today. Oh, was it 9-1? Yeah, it felt good. You man. know what I mean? Tim Anderson back in there doing his thing. Can't wait to get my Tim Anderson jersey. You know what so, it's time yeah. for? Yeah. Do you know what it's time for? <laughs> Do the people want it? That's him. That's him. That's the, the one. Is he? Do we think it's a coin? Do we think it's a coincidence that first time I'm back here in how long they win a game? Can't be. Can't be a coincidence, sir. Can't also, be. I don't think it's there's a thing. And, and it's not just you. We were dual watching Bulls Blackhawks tonight. Yes. With the Blackhawks guys, they were here doing post. The last time that happened was the comeback win over the Clippers. Your first game. You're good luck, and the Hawks guys are yes. good luck. Mm-hmm. Two and zero. Oh. 2-0, oh, man, when well, it's going down like get. that. They, take. Better, they better be here for the playoffs. Oh, man, you at least that? one of them games. Mario, Jay, we need you here. Greg, we need you, man. Me too. Not just us. Bulls Nation needs you. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> We're all Chicago fans. That's it. Um, so how's the anger meter feeling today? There, there isn't one. There no isn't anger one. meter. No. no anger, man. It was a meaningless game. No uh, apathy we, meter. We None. won it. Mm-hmm. And, and I got to see my boy, Patrick Williams, Doing stuff. Do he doing thing. stuff that validates all of the belief that I have in that young man. <laughs> I believe in you. Believe. <laughs> oh, there you are, there Peter. You are. You're the one. <laughs> he was, I don't know what you guys have said so far, but I'm sure this covers it. He was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Like, obviously, well, what was career the, I saw, highs. I, I saw he didn't even notice that. that it was his career high tonight. Is that right? Yeah, I don't know if I buy that. <laughs> It was pretty clearly his career high. <laughs> he beat, he beat, he beat his career high by 11, 11 points. points. Mm. There's no like. There's no way. At halftime, he had 14. Yeah. So, I don't know if I buy that, but he's just a super humble dude. First thing he said was, like, my teammates played great. Everybody came in and chipped in. Iowa was awesome. Like, named six or seven guys on the roster. Mm. Uh, they talked about one thing that I think, you know, we've been talking a lot about, which is that, Connectivity and communication and not letting mistakes snowball into other mistakes. Um, And that was something that they did pretty well tonight, I thought. Like, the crowd kind of got into it um, down there in the stretch. Obviously, the Timberwolves scored 40 in the third quarter, and the the lead sort of started to collapse. But Mm -hmm. they hung on. They stayed connected. Um, Let's see if I can find the quote here. But I I thought Pat is just a really insightful guy Mm -hmm. and a very humble guy. 
So, you know, his, his whole post-game thought was not about, oh, look what I can do. Like, I'm surprising myself. It was like, look what we can do as a team. Like, I understand that tonight, more than any other night, like, I needed to score for my team to win. And I know I can do that, but I need to now pick my spots for, mm-hmm. you know, when Vooch and Zach and, and Damar are playing. Like, mm-hmm. where do I fit into all that? And I think that's definitely a learning curve for him. He's never been a high-volume scorer, but no. he's going to have places where he can chip in. And knowing that he's capable of it and knowing, you know, finding when and where to do that, mm-hmm. those are the steps for him where he's going to contribute. Like, I got a lot, a lot of mentions, and I know you did too, about, oh, let's run the offense through Pat in the playoffs. Stop. No, he, he's <laughs> 20 years old. Too. He's played, like, 12 games this year, and he's had one game of more than 20 points. So let's <laughs> let's pump the brakes there a little bit. But Just enjoy. Uh, I mean, this is, this is a culmination of the flashes that we saw in Summer League, yeah. of moments that he had last year. Like, this is great to know mm-hmm. that he can do this. Yes. And that's the whole key of that, Will. Like, and we were talking about that, like how good it was for him to see himself like that, you know, to see himself on the floor and realize he can be at that level. You know what I mean? That's important to a young guy who and, – and you just said it best. Like, he's not used to it, you know. You were a sixth man in college, right. you know. He's not used to somebody saying, no, you run everything. You're the one. We run everything through you. You got to get used to that kind of thing, man. And it actually does remind – like, I the Kawhi comparisons are kind of crazy, but I believe it was Kawhi that – kind of had this realization at some point that like in order for the Spurs to be competitive as Tim Duncan and Manu and Tony Parker were, did you say this already? No, go ahead. No, hit it. I was just going to say like, as those guys were on their decline, it became more apparent that Kawhi had to take on more of a scoring burden than he had to before. Mm -hmm. And I think that is just pretty much what reminded me of Pat today is that like today was the day he needed to score in order for his team to win. And he wants to do whatever it takes for, his team to win, yeah. and so today that meant scoring, and it's great to know that he can do that. And look, you know, uh, Vooch ain't here forever. In fact, last uh, next season, last year of his contract, yes. yep. declining contract, by the way. Yes. DeMar, 32, not going to be here forever. Right. Zach Levine, 27, still plenty of prime left, but mm-hmm. there, there have to be other up-and-comers mm-hmm. that can show you something every once in a while and show you that they're ready to take on larger roles when that day comes. Yeah, that, to me, that that that's Patrick, and that's Io, and that's what tonight was about. And not just that, like up and comers who around the league people can actually look at and say, you know what, that's pretty good. I might want to go ahead mm-hmm. and get me some of that. I might want to go ahead and get in on this team too. So all of that stuff is important, to, you know, and why it's so important for Patrick to play well. You know what I mean? Going forward for this team, man. I, I'm so happy for him. I'm just really happy for him in general, yeah, man. That he, he, he can was, realize how good he is. He was awesome, and I think, you know, this is something that. I have kind of struggled with uh, in thinking about this team of it's very hard to compete today Mm -hmm. and also develop for the future. Mm -hmm. So when you have guys like Pat, like Io, like Kobe, who are going to be up and down on a day-to-day basis, but you want to see the upward trajectory of their personal development, it's a very difficult thing for teams to do. And you think of like the Spurs, for example, with Kawhi Mm -hmm. as, you know, the the three that I mentioned were Mm -hmm. sort of starting to decline and then Kawhi and Danny Green kind of started to take over. Yeah. You think about the Warriors, what they're building with Jonathan Kaminga and Wiseman, and um, I'm forgetting who right now, but some of their other Gary young Payton players. Too, the second. Yeah, and, and those guys are going to get sort of layered into what their main core is doing now, mm-hmm. and that's incredible experience. Like I said at pregame, uh, Pat and Io and Kobe are never going to have to have the like seven years into their career they still haven't made the playoffs thing that Zach had. Mm. They're getting to the playoffs tomorrow. Mm. And that is huge mm. for their for their development. Those are bars right there. That is mm. so true right there, man. Uh, you, you just touched on Iowa for a second, man. But I w- we were saying in pregame the guys who we wanted to see. And I was like, Patrick. And you were like, Io. And he got out there and he did his thing tonight, man. 61. How happy were you? 61 for the two of them. Yeah. How happy were you with uh, Io's performance? I thought he looked actually just okay. There mm-hmm. were times when... You know, he made a big shot. The three that he hit at the end was, like, such a great moment because he turned the ball over, like, seven or eight times tonight. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he had some nice drives. Um, but, you know, I don't think it was, like, a surefire A-plus game for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that moment where he stepped up and hit that three was huge because same thing we've been talking about, that mental block of, like, I missed a shot or I made a mistake. Now yeah. it's going to snowball. 
that wasn't there. And I think that's huge for him. Yeah. Um, I, I do think he played really well. He obviously played 45 minutes, which is nuts. Um, yeah. and, and a career high for him too. So I think the sort of box score numbers were there, which is great. Uh, but I think he would even tell you this too, like a lot of learning experience in terms of handling the ball, handling pressure, running the offense, not turning it over, mm-hmm. all things he can work on. And I think despite the fact that this game was kind of meaningless, these are good learning lessons, good yeah. building blocks for all the young guys. True. And it, that was a good point you made about them not getting stuck on something bad that happened because you didn't see that at all tonight. Mm. And we had seen it so many times. Uh, but Patrick, when the turnover happened, it was like it never happened. And Io, he made one. It didn't matter. I got the ball, and I'm trying to go back down the floor and score. Because so. they understand, this is what I need to do tonight in order to help my team win. Correct. Correct. Bingo. Uh, all right. We'll talk about this bulls Buck series that we got coming up in just a minute. Um, speaking of your, helping your team win, you know how I've helped myself win recently, Big How'd Dave? you do that, Matthew Peck? It's by drinking Strava Craft coffee. Ooh, That's how. Tell me more. Peck. It's given me a competitive edge. It's done so You're much back. for me. Help thousands of people, not just me, improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious fresh roasted specialty coffee infused with organic broad spectrum CBD. CBD from hemp doesn't make you high, doesn't make you hungry. What it does do is offer real benefits that can help you. Help you feel alert and focused without the coffee jitters. Live your day more balanced with less anxiety, fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you'll wake up feeling your best. They got decaf, Dave. I'm loving it. Loving it. My evening decaf. Ooh. CBD. Got to have your calves. So good. And the mm. best part is Strava is all about quality. Everything's small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for a more traditional CBD format. CHGO listeners right now can save 25% mm. off your entire purchase when Not you bad. use Promo code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com mm. with promo code CHGO25 at checkout. Mm. Drink it in. It always goes down smooth. <laughs> I love that one. It's so good. Joey's on his game tonight. Uh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Speaking of Joey on his game tonight, playoffs, Joey. Playoffs. What do we got? <laughs> The playoffs. The playoffs. All right, so this is the playing schedule, gentlemen. Uh, so starting not tomorrow, but day after tomorrow, Tuesday. Can't wait. You got the 7-8 and eight game, Cleveland-Brooklyn. Awesome. Oh, my God. And that's then be a great night game. game, Clippers-Wolves, the team we just saw. And then game. next day, Wednesday, you got Charlotte-Atlanta, mm. then San Antonio-New Orleans, mm. and then you see to finish out the week on Friday, another doubleheader, and it's – Winner of game three, loser of game one versus winner of game four, loser of game two. So, a.k.a. the losers of the 7-8 game versus the winners of the 9-10 games. Dude. Who do we think is coming out? Uh, I got give me Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be tough. Can I see that again, Joey? Mm-hmm. Give me a Brooklyn. That Clippers-Minnesota game, man. Dude, <laughs> I can't wait to watch that game. That's a pick them right there for me, man. But I'm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Clippers. I'm going to take Tyron Lue. And the Clippers. Uh, give, give me Atlanta, barely. Mm. And I will take San Antonio because I'm just Popovich. Mm. DeJounte, dude. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Murray. All right. Um, will, what are you thinking? I think the Nets win against the Cavs. And it's sad because the Cavs have had such a great season. They right? have. They kind of have. have. It's similar to the Bulls where they just got – Killed with Hose with injury, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, Garland, Mobley, Jared Allen, that team's going to be so fun for your Scott game. Rubio in a trade, and then he went down. Yeah. You know. He's like, having a heck of a played just like a handful of games at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. They've, they've had a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go Nets over Cavs, and I don't know, yeah. man. I think, I think the, the Clippers and the Timberwolves end up getting seven and eight. Mm-hmm. So I think – San Antonio and New Orleans will fall out. I'm not sure which order that will go in. So so whoever so, loses between the Clips and Wolves, you think will go to that loser uh, and play the winner of 9-10 and win that game? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So I think those two teams get in. Minnesota's really good. I know like yeah. tonight they just kind of didn't play anybody, but they've been super hot too. Um, although San Antonio has been uh, top seven in point differential over the past two weeks. So they're mm. playing really well too. Don't check and see where the bulls are in that category. Yeah. I'm mm. not going to talk about that. It's not a real category. <laughs> um, and then we'll go. 
Atlanta. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I felt see, Atlanta yeah. over Cleveland. It's tough. It's tough. And All right. It's a shame again because Cleveland has played really well, and the Hawks are playing really, or the uh, the Hornets are playing really well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they smoked the Bulls, but like Oof. they've been really hot lately. The Mellow is just so much fun to watch. Yeah. But he is. Um, the Hawks are playing really well too, and John Collins comes back. Mm-hmm. I think they're probably the better team. Forget about John, man. Uh, who you got, man? Uh, I think um, obviously Brooklyn is taking that seven. I also think Atlanta finds their way into that eighth spot. Um, and uh, and I'm with Will. I think the Clippers and the T-Wolves both find their way in to uh, uh, seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that Pels team is, is frisky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spurs, obviously, you can never count them out, but yeah. I just think talent-wise, um, the Clips and, and, the, and the Wolves have, have enough there. Um, we have to face the Bucks. They we have, have to face the Bucks. They have more than enough talent. They've got um, a lot of talent. There it is. Look it's that official. Graphic. Ooh, Bulls look at that. first round against the Bucks. On his game. A team that we are familiar with. Um, a team that okay, so you know I heard of them. There's yes. been all this talk about you know which teams the Bulls could have faced, and we don't want the Sixers because Embiid and his 11 and 0 career record against the Bulls, and then maybe we were starting to second guess that because. Mm-hmm. Harden chokes in the playoffs, and the Sixers actually haven't looked all that scary recently. Correct. So, so there's that whole 11 and 0 Embiid versus the Bulls thing. I didn't know this, but our pal Casey Johnson tweeted it earlier tonight, I believe. You know how many wins consecutively Giannis has against the Bulls right now? How many? Thirteen. <laughs> Giannis hasn't lost to the Bulls in his last thirteen games, going back to like 2017 or something. Mm. So the Bulls beat the Bucks in the season finale last year. Mm-hmm. The Bulls had been eliminated. Mm-hmm. The Bucks were resting, guys. Giannis didn't play. That's one Street win continues. the Bulls have over the Bucks in like five years. Wow. I'm so, gonna say he's good. So that's our that's our opponent. Mm-hmm. Round one. Mm-hmm. Who's excited? Um, not really excited. But I tell you, I mean, you gotta play him, man. I'm not afraid to take this ass whooping. I'm just not. Like <laughs> it's this what it is, you know. It's what it is when you're learning out here, man. Sometimes you gotta learn hard. You know okay. what I mean? This is how it is out here. And you know, and the thing is, they're looking for payback because I'm promising you, Giannis still remembers that game when them Bulls ran them off the floor mm. in, in 50, that game. Uh, I believe yes. I believe Joey has a, a little clip from. That oh, he's got game. some memories of this. Oh, I pulled it up. Oh, memories. And oh. the tweet, courtesy of Taco Trey Kirby. Taco. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this was part of that yeah, game. Splaka and he still hit it. I love that he hit that shot. Baby Giannis comes flying I mean, in look and at him, absolutely bro. body checks Mike Dunleavy Jr. And 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 like I told people, I understood it. Goodness, I what understood happened it. on the previous play? I don't remember. I only Mike remember this Dun- highlight. Mike Dunleavy <sighs> pushed him to the ground on the previous on the box out. He kind of elbowed him and, and put him on the ground. And that Giannis was like, "What the hell?" Play, dude. <laughs> Ran yeah. right into him, dog. Yeah, yeah. Just the, yeah, it was foul. It was, and I understood something. it, but it was foul. It was foul. He got put out the game, and I'm telling you, he remembers that, and he's going to be thinking of that when he's playing the Bulls. It's the last this that time, was the man. last Bulls Bucks playoff matchup was that seven years ago, 2015. So you know round. he wants you know when guys like that when you don't that kind of great you you're looking for things to motivate you. You mm. know what I'm saying? Especially when you're trying to get a back to back. You, you look for things to yeah. motivate you and drive you. I'm telling you, he's thinking about that. I remember that playoff series. Just That was like right when Rose was coming back. I think that was – that was was that the year they ended up playing the, the Heat? The Cavs. They, no, so they went to the, the Cavs. Cavs. The Cavs, the, the Cavs, right, right. Yeah, that was but the every time Rose went to the basket and went on the ground, the entire Bulls were just like, oh, my God, yeah. please get up. Oh, that yeah. was the uh, David Blatt phantom – Oh, the, the phantom timeout in game oh, four before goodness. LeBron hit the game winner. Yeah, yeah. so that Buck series was the series shot. Yes. Uh, One that of my preceded favorites that. of all time. Yes. Um, the look. <laughs> uh, here's, here's my thing about the Bucks. Sure. If you would have asked me preseason, and I know I keep coming back to this analogy, but if you had asked me preseason, if the Bulls finish 45 or 46 and whatever, and they play the Bucks in the first round, and they maybe have a couple of competitive games, will you be happy with the season? Yes. I'll be very happy because this is not like a win the championship or bust season. This At is all. the first step. Depends on who you ask. <laughs> we see you, Bulls Nation. Y'all crazy. I just think it's silly to think about it that way. Oh, when, I do too. Oh, half your, half your core is really young, and the other half is, you know, basically like trying to 
developed Levine in a certain sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, th- I think a big reason why you bring in DeMar is to help mask a lot of Zach's weaknesses, right? Which mm-hmm. are late game decision making, turnovers, um, things like that. And, and for Zach to be able to have somebody who can take over in those moments and show him how to do it, I mean, that's like the future of the team. And then you bring in Lonzo, you have Kobe, Pat, Io, uh, that's a good young core. And obviously DeRozan's not going to play like this forever. Yeah. So it's unlikely that, you know, they, they win at a high level with him this year or even next year. But I think getting the organization back on track, progressing from mid to high, mid, uh, high twenties to mid thirties mm-hmm. wins over the last however many years. Yes. And then getting into the mid forties, that's a big step. No, so it sucks that they're going to play the defending champs who are going to beat them. Yes, yes, and, <laughs> but, and beat them. Yes, very much so. But I, I also think like Mark, don't don't say mean things. To me. <laughs> <laughs> you love me, Mark. Not your Mark boys. Is, Mark is going wild boy. in the comments tonight. Don't come at your boy, man. I saw. I didn't read it, but earlier I saw him say uh, Troy Brown Jr. greater than Patrick Williams. <laughs> I was like Mark, come oh, on, he's man. on one tonight. If you're like if it. you're in the comments, you may as well just get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, oh man! But also, he's not a fan of your analogy. But yeah, just like looking at the team, the top six teams, like there's no other team that is learning in the playoffs like the Chicago Bulls are are about to. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Everybody else has playoff experience and deep playoff experience. This is the most the, out of the top six Miami, teams. Miami, Boston, absolutely. Milwaukee, Philly, Philly, Milwaukee Toronto. Toronto. Oh, yeah. All, all <laughs> those teams have. They all have at extensive. Least one, at least one playoff run where they're playing in the yes, second round. Yeah. Extensive playoff experience. Yeah. The Bulls are the only ones that are learning for the first time about what that is, what that feels like. And this is what learning is, man. It's getting beat up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody, the nobody just gets there right away. No. This is the process. Like, honestly, this is the process of it. I'm. I was so like you. Like, I, I never really swayed from that from the preseason. I was like, they're going to be a six seed. They're going to win 45 games or something oh, I mean, like that. For me, it changed. And they're like, going to get to the playoffs, and I will be ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. I'm happy. They got to the playoffs, man. Now I'm just like, if I can sneak a win, that's the championship to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, I'm, I know what my, my uh, uh, expectations are, and they have met them right now. Yeah, for, for me, I feel like the Bulls obviously got off to a great start. And at that point, you'd adjust your perception of them. They're playing super well. They look like a team that can be a top four seed and that can compete against these other top four seeds. Then they start losing those games. Mm -hmm. And it looks like maybe they're a step behind some of those top four seeds, but they're still hanging around in the standings. And then things start to turn. So you just, you have to constantly be updating, you know, your perception of the team based on their performance. And obviously right now, you're going into a series not playing your best basketball. And that sucks. There's no way around that but um yeah this idea that like this whole season is just like a farce really it's crazy doesn't Bulls fans are crazy but i do love them um there's there's just some gems in the comments here about the bulls facing the bucks rex saying i'd be fine with someone destroying grayson allen he's a menace um (laughs) tommy saying that the goal for the bulls this series uh should be to break grayson allen if you can't beat him beat him (laughs) Brian saying, wow. if we take Grayson Allen out, it's a series win for us. I love you guys. <laughs> we are of one mind. Look, if you can't win the series, oh, man. hit him again. Oh, hit man. him again. Yeah. Hit him again. <laughs> hit him again. Put him on his ass. I, wish, I really, truly wish you could have been here. <laughs> for that. the Vooch one? Dude, I wish you could have been here for that. I'm just, sure. I'm sure. Oh my god! I actually know exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Need, I don't need to be here to know exactly what happened. <laughs> no, you needed to be here to see the reaction of people who have never seen him like that. Okay, that's fair. That was fair. Like jo- it was Joey, you know Jake, and I can't remember who the third person. Was. Lawrence. It was Joey, Jake, and Lawrence. Joey knows it. He's seen it. That Joey's was the first time for Jake and Lawrence seeing that, and they were the like, full experience. Yeah, I was the only one who saw him because Matt was over here losing his mind and i'm just looking at them and they're like what is then, going on and then after the game vooch basically said like this i want my money back on the tech that was not i did not mean to do that <laughs> like um, i could have hit him harder and Dirk jones had the one the game before so i feel like he's he grayson's getting a lot of strays here he's, he's got his. no direct uh no direct shots yeah well yeah mm-hmm. didn't uh didn't uh, mm. justin timberlake make a cute little song about what goes around comes around what goes around goes around 
coming around, Grayson. It's coming around hot. (laughs) Hot and fresh. Can I I share a totally random tweet that I just saw? I love random tweets. That is going to be funny for you guys. Oh, yes. I love this. Um, Come on with the randomness. I got to find it. Drum roll, drum roll. Drum roll. You got a drum roll there? Uh, Here we go. Here we go. The grayest of silver linings for the Lakers as this miserable season comes to a close. Luol Deng is officially off of their books. Oh, <laughs> Luol the legend. Lou Shout out. They were, they were still paying him. Shout out still for the Bobby Bonilla. Him. He's still haunting LeBron. That is still great. Shout out for the Bobby Bonilla. Shout out to Lou, man. I, I love Luol. Shout out. And you Lou. know what? Like, yes. knowing Luol, he's probably taking a whole bunch of that big-ass paychecks from the Lakers mm-hmm. and using it to invest in, like, the Basketball Africa League, which is awesome. Absolutely, man. Which is awesome. Taking it home and, and investing it He and Joe are working together, building that league over there. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bus family. <laughs> Thank you for shout-outs. Speaking of which, <laughs> uh, we got to get out of here because I got to go watch the new episode of Winning Time. Oh, okay. All right. I know you're waiting Second. until waiting. the whole season comes what out. What episode are they on now? I think this is going to be episode six tonight. Okay, I can just start. Dropped. I can start now. Yeah, that's, I can start. that's enough to binge. Yeah. And then catch up. I can do that. Okay. Have you seen the show, Winning Time? I have not. You haven't watched it? Okay. I've heard it to say um, overly dramatized. dramatized it's it's strange. Show. It's definitely strange in its cinematography. But I know somebody who's in it, so I do have to watch it at Ooh. some point. Well, so when they do the Winning Time about the... Uh, you know, that, that insane uh, Budenholzer Hawks team. Are, are, did they ask you to play Corver? All star Corver. I'm in the 30 for 30. Yeah. <laughs> when they're dramatizing it, when they're showing the reenactment, that's when he'll get, ooh, when he gets hit in the side. Yeah, me and Jeff ooh. Teague are going to hang out later. <laughs> <laughs> He's plugged, ladies and gentlemen. Plugged. Uh, let's go. Yeah. We got, we, guys, we have a week off. So we don't have a week off. We're yeah, still we'll giving y'all here. a week's worth of content yeah, coming out this week. We got y'all. Including an episode tomorrow. We'll yes. be remote tomorrow. We won't be in studio. But we're going to chat with our pal Darnell Mayberry y'all, on the beat for wait. the for the Athletic. Haven't can't chatted wait. with him in a while. Excited yeah. to have that. We've also got another fun guest coming around midweek mm, in studio. Yes. Bulls Nation, you know him. You love him. He'll be here. Oh. And, uh, and then, you know. While we're doing that, the Bulls are going to rest. Yes. It's a good thing. It's a good thing, man. But we're going to have great content all week in terms of podcasts and shows. We're going to have great written stuff. We're going to do, I don't know if you guys know this yet, but we're going to do a roundtable story. You're Love all it. invited. Oh, I'm ready for so it. So there's going to be good, some good stuff. All right. We're doing, we're doing series us. picks? We're doing series picks. All right. Cool. Uh, Bucks in five, Grayson dead in one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow, I'm surprised you gave the Bulls a game there. <laughs> I know, right? That's the surprising That's part. That's the surprising part? <laughs> nothing, nothing surprising about the second clause there. Oh, goodness. All right. Oh, uh, get it's this late man on a Sunday. Some sleep. Let's go to bed. For our producer, Joey, who we always appreciate hanging Joey. out with us, the Hawks crew who was here with us tonight, Will, who's on Twitter at Won't Golly, Big Dave, Bow, BWL bow. Sports, I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We collectively are CSGO underscore Bull. Shout out to our pal Mark K, who was hanging out in the comments with us tonight. That's it. Until tomorrow, Bulls Nation, we love you. See you, Red, be good. <laughs>